tell you what, we're having our problems recently. We are. You'd think after this number of weeks we'd have cracked it, but uh, clearly, clearly not. It's getting worse. I'm slightly concerned. So we're, we're now 10 minutes. We've probably already used up 10 minutes of our 40. Um, <laughs> and Billy's getting slightly tetchy in the waiting room. So we'd Should we bring him straight in? We'd better bring him straight in. So okay. I've got a great picture of a 1992 Western Union Cup winning uh, site. So we're going to have a chat about that. But we'll get Excellent. him in. Nice what one. kind of week have you had? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I mean, this weather makes it a lot easier to, to be happy, I think, particularly with the sort of slight easing of things. So it's nice to be able to spend a sort of day in the park yesterday, although I'm slightly pink and tender on my, on my legs. And there is also something hugely galling about the fact that yesterday should have been a cricket day. Yes, yes. And what your about you? Your, your hair's growing back nicely. Yes, I have been informed that the back doesn't look quite so severe anymore, so that's good. Um, Let's get him on. Excellent, excellent. Billy McPate. Yeah, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Excellent, excellent. It, you, you're a bit softly spoken there. That's very unusual. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I can turn the volume up to yeah, that. Yes. Uh, how to do it is another question. I'll just, uh, I'll, 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 we'll I'll be able to shout a bit at you. Right. I'd, I'd like to say we'd be able to do something in post editing, but uh, there's very little post editing on this. <laughs> yeah, it was last week, not the first time we've done it. Yes, absolutely. Who's that? Okay. So listen, um, we've got a couple of, of things just to have a chat about. Um, your your career is obviously a huge long playing career. I think you might have been playing until your mid forties. Uh, I actually played. I played until I was fifty one. What? Fifty one? Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I, I'll read. Oh, there. You've lost me. Uh, uh, yeah. No, my goodness. There's a there's a while ago. Indeed. Um, I played. Um, started. 67, fifth right. year at school, um, and finished in 2002. Wow, right. wow. Um, I, I played in the, the Western Union pretty uniquely over five decades. Goodness gracious. 60s, so what, 70s, the, 80s, 90s, and 2000, 2000 I played and really retired, and then I, I, I get coined into turning up at a couple of games and to field it and was throwing a ball, <laughs> <laughs> which was a bit unfair because I played a couple of years. With, I played a, some games with the twos with, with no new ball, and then when you get a, a, a new ball, it doesn't really do what it's told at times. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that picture that we've put on the screen there? Western Union, yeah. What yeah, is so captain? Yeah, so it's a 1992 <laughs> side. It was the, the the team that won the Western Union back in 1992. And yeah. uh, just take us through some of the names there. Uh, oh yeah, you've got a few, a few old times at the back there. Porteous in the left. He was a tough old um, bird. Steve, yeah, Stevie Carr uh, from from the Borders. He's now playing with oh, one of the teams down the Borders. Charlie Dunlop, you'll know. Yes. Yep. Uh, Drew Pride when he had here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Crystal Tips, John Creighton. What did he really do for you back then? Yeah, him and him and Watty had a 
there's a long story behind it, but what he got upset at a game at Drumpelier and um, got a couple of naughty things and got into trouble at Uddingston. <laughs> And, and promptly joined Rumpella, which we could never get a head round, but he did. So you know, John Crichton came with him, an unusual picture of me smiling. It was after the game, they used to take pictures before the game, and smiling was not part of my game at that point. <laughs> Alan Stevenson, you'll know, great bowler out in Australia at the moment. Darren Pride. Um, Kieran Kunderan, Woody's son. Yes, Augustus. that's right. Big Watty, uh, a legend himself. Uh, and Stevie Allison, Mr. Drumpelia. Absolutely, absolutely. And Booty, how old would Booty have been then? 50 something, 50 boys. I'm trying to think. In his 50s, he played with us till he was 54. Yeah. Astonishing, astonishing cricketer. I mean, uh, guys won't realise. I mean, we had a test match player playing for us. Mm -hmm. He'd fallen out with the Indian Test Board and they'd taken him out of cricket. We got a letter saying, don't employ this guy. <laughs> uh, true story, wow. we brought him up to play a trial game at the end of the season before. He didn't keep wicket because Sandy was. Uh, and uh, he bowled and got five wickets pulling leg breaks. <laughs> this and, is pretty and, unique. He and, then and, played for us for 17 years. And Mark Watt, I think he was a, a fireman, wasn't he? How would you describe his captaincy style? Uh, he let me do what I wanted. <laughs> 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 he, tried not to get, he tried not to get involved with me. No, what he was fine. What he was, uh, he did okay. He upset a few, but you know, that, that's life. We all do from time to time. Uh, I, I like Big Watty. Um, yeah. Uh, we crossed swords on the opposite side of the, when we were on different teams, but he was okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he did well. He went down. He was pretty, pretty high up in the fire service in Wales. He retired this year. Oh, is that where he went down to? Went down to Wales, did he? He'd been down in Wales for, for many years. All right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then talk us through, I think you played, what, about a dozen games for Scotland? Uh, 14. 14. <laughs> uh, Important to get that right, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a big number to remember. Um, I, yeah, I played in um, Benson Hedges for a couple of years. Uh, I played eight games. Got a few decent scalps in that. Um, Nat West, a couple of games there. Played against Ireland three times, MCC, and Zimbabwe at Trumpelia. Yeah. They didn't give us a cap for that, which was a bit unfortunate. It was meant to be a three-day game, and it was Coke Bridge, so it rained. <laughs> we, did, we did beat them at bowls, I might add. We took them up to where the world indoor bowls were and played them at bowls. So, uh, and then we, we played them in a one-day game. Is bowls, is bowls a popular sport in Harare, though? I'm not convinced that that's... Well, I think we, I played as much bowls as Graham Hector than any of the rest of them had at the time, so <laughs> it was a fair contest. It was just a oh, game of bowls and then a wee civic reception. It was actually really quick. The council organised yeah. it at the last minute. They did a really good job of it, to be truthful. And I remember Graham Hick did play that game, didn't he? Yeah, that was his last... I think that might have been his last game for Zimbabwe before he opted out and started qualifying for England. Wow. Alan Stevenson got him, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. These things that caught deep mid off by Oma. So one interesting point, I think, is that you made your debut, I reckoned, at the age of 32. Yeah. What, why did it take you so long? Did you pick me? You need to ask the selectors. I mean, I, I, had, well, I had got a few wickets by then. I was well over a thousand wickets for Drumpelia at that point. Um, 
I, I, you know, I turned up when they asked me to come. Simple as that. Because the, the West were, were fairly strong at that yeah, we, time. We were, I think with, with yeah. Duffy been playing at that stage and then you've got... Uh, well, I, I, I played for 10 years for the West and Peter played the last couple, I think. Um, we, we had a, um, a pretty decent record. We went five years undefeated in Scotland. We beat the South East and the North every year for five years. They then split it when I think you came in. They made it Strathclyde East and West. Yeah, that's right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm talking to the West now so I can say these sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. And then talk, to, talk us through the actual move from going, from playing. Did you decide, well, that's it? Or did you immediately think, you know what, I want to get into the umpiring? It's, it's quite interesting. I, I became quite good friends with Bill Smith. Oh, Bill, yeah. I, I, I like Bill. He was a great umpire. He gave me nothing. <laughs> uh, I, and um, he always used to... I, you know, I could be challenging at times. Um, I <laughs> is, that what you, is that how you put it? Challenges? Yeah. <laughs> quite a good description, I thought. Um, and he said, Pete, you need to try this. And me being me said, I'll tell you what, Bill, when I retire, I'll have a go at it. Um, and I did. And um, interesting evening when I turned up at the umpire's classes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few a few short spaces, but um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and it gave me a chance to put a bit back in again. You know, I've, I've always yeah. felt that, you know, umpires, they get, they get, a, hard, they get a hard press at times, but... Um, None of them do it for money, you know, they're, they're doing it to put someone into the game. And I thought, I've got a lot out of it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to help Bill. I'm going to do it. Ed. Sadly, I never got to stand with him because by the time I was been uh, uh, allowed to do Premier League games and that, Bill had just retired. So yeah. that was one of my biggest disappointments in cricket was never getting to stand with him because he was he was the best for me. Oh, he was. You know, he was he just was. Um, so good on so I said earlier that editing is not much, we don't really do too much editing, um, but we do like to do a little bit of research, or at least I do a little bit of research. Um, and I looked you up on LinkedIn, okay? And, and if any of our viewers or listeners um, look at LinkedIn, they always ask you to recommend people for various things. And I was interested that the first thing that came up was Scottish cricket. Do you want to endorse Billy for negotiation? I didn't think as an umpire that was in, that you were allowed to do that. If I knew that, then I might have got a few more wickets. That may have been from some other other parts of my life. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did negotiate a bit as a as a bowler and got very little for it. But <laughs> and as far as the umpiring is concerned, style. Do you have a style of umpiring? Do you do you try and follow somebody, or are you just Tell us a little bit about that. I, I, you just need to be yourself, you know. It's uh, trying to kid on you, uh, trying to be something different. You, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm me. Uh, I can't be somebody else. You know, I can't. I can't. I'm not Bill Smith. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not an Ian Ramage. I'm a Billy McPhee. I umpire uh, to the best of my ability, uh, uh, and um, I always have. I think I'm. I like to think I'm fair. Uh, uh, and I'm pretty honest, so that's how it goes. And do players know that you were a player? Because one of the things that I think is that, that there should be, and I think there's a bit more 
of an emphasis on this that there are players who are now taking up the mantle. You've got Beard's Eye, you've got yourself, um, you've got Greg Watson as well, who's, who's just starting out. Um, I always think that having played the game, you're going to be a better umpire. I don't think it necessarily makes you a better umpire. Um, Bill Smith was a third 11 player, I believe. Um, but what it does, it, it, um, you're more used to the pace of the game uh, and you, you get accepted a little bit quicker. You know, some, you know, uh, I got some interesting receptions, but in general, they accept that you know a bit about cricket and that makes it easier. But you do not, I don't think you have to have been a great player to be a, a great umpire. It might take you a little longer. ECB, they, they fast track ex um, county cricketers because of that. It takes them less time to become very good umpires, they believe. Well, Greg so, Watson will be good then. Greg will be interesting, yeah. He, he'll be giving people out LBW instead of sticking his front, foot in front of the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, Greg. Will, I think, actually think Greg will be a good umpire. Uh, he's got the right sort of um, character for it. He's quite. He's quite a. a strong Come on, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a strong character. Uh, I think he'll, he'll come on well. But you're right. Uh, it, it was probably when I started. There was wasn't that many ex first team players were umpiring, uh, and and it's been quite a lot. Like it's like a. I, I trained quite a few when I was doing my umpire. I did the umpire manager trainer for a while, and most of them, a lot of them came through then. You know, Derek Young, Sean, Sean did he come through? Yeah, Beardy, Hags. So, yeah, and it's, I think it's better. It's better for the game. I think they'll come on. But that doesn't mean that if you aren't, if you haven't been uh, a, a top level or a higher level player, first team player, whatever, that you can't be a good umpire. There are good umpires who have played very little cricket. And you mentioned interesting receptions. You, you need to expand. You can't just say that and not expand upon that. I remember second year I was umpire and I did a, a Glasgow high game. Uh, and um, a bowler no was... had problems there. <laughs> <laughs> and a, one of the bowlers was being less than friendly towards the opposition. And I had to have a quiet chat with them just to say, look, settle down, come on. It's, it's just a game of cricket. At, at that point, at the end of the over, as, as the slips were walking from one side to the other, one of them said to me, I cannot believe that I just heard you saying that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Pot calling kettle black. You have to make a, a leap of faith to become an umpire. You just have to forget about what you were in the past and become an umpire. Do as I say, not as I did. Correct. <laughs> so back in the day when you were playing at your heyday, there was a fair amount of banter, let me say, a bit of sledging. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem to be... I mean, do you think that that's worse now? Is it any any better? I might have selective memory in this one. My wife assures me. You know? <laughs> uh, but we, we, are, we, we, yeah, we had a chat with people from time to time. Um, a lot of it was, was sarcasm. Uh, you know, my slips yeah. were great, you know, if we fit a bell, will you please edge it for us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's red and it's round, could you hit it? <laughs> you know, and, and that was, you know, if you're forgetting about the days they hit you for four and stuff like that, but um, now and again it would get to it, you know, we were playing against some test match players, remember, 
You know, Trevor Lockley was an interesting guy to play against. He was not, he was a great cricketer, but he wasn't exactly a friendly soul. So you had, you had to give it back, you know, there was no way you were going to get um, put down or, or to sort of outside by anybody. You know, John Perler stood up for themselves, as did most <laughs> teams in, in the room position. Uh-huh. It keeps laughing when I say things. <laughs> but when you're standing now, on the basis that, you know, you you were you and the rest of the boys at Drumpelier and, and most of the guys who are playing around at that vintage, you know, they did give a fair bit. Do you give s- some of the players these days a little bit more of a rope, or are you down there saying, "Listen, guys, th- w- we don't do that." The game's changed. Right? Um, it was a difference then. We knew each other really well. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, if, you know, Western Union. I played against the same, you know, the, the same guys year in, year out. You spent a lot more time in the bar afterwards. That's what I was going to so, say. You know, I mean, I, I, one of my big mates was, was Big Scott Weir. You know, Big Scott Weir was on the part. Him and I used to have real juice. But off the part, we were mates and we were good friends. You know, sadly, he's no longer with us. And uh, that was a difficult day. But um, it was different then. Now they don't see each other. Um, and they tend, they remember the last time they saw something, it was after having a disagreement. They see them the next time with a disagreement. And the, the regulations have changed, you just can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And umpires have been observed and assessed. So if something happens and an umpire doesn't do something about it, he will get marked down for that. You know, quite, yeah, we won't I mean, know that the, quite often there's a boundary observer looking at the games. Yeah, well, one of the most disappointing aspects having come back and, and started playing after a hiatus of 13 years is that there just seems to be so little known about the other teams because we're not prepared to have a bevy after after the game and people talk about the drinking bans etc and the drive drink driving drink driving was the same at our day you just had an allocated driver and and you got on with it uh, i think that the, the national league thing stopped it a bit because if you look at when it came in because all of a sudden you, you were in aberdeen and you had to get home to glasgow or you were in dumfries and you had to get home to edinburgh so there was less of it. I mean, the game's changed. It's a different game. You know, we play a different game now from what I played when I started. Even by the time I retired, it had become a different game. Uh, and the, 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 there's much less social activity. There's much less friendships built up. You tend to build up exactly the opposite of people you don't like. Uh, and that's, I think it's actually starting to change a little bit. Uh, I'm through in the East now, as you, as you possibly know, and, and there is a, a bit more of it, have a drink after the game with people who maybe not travelling as far, so they're, they're not rushing home. Uh, and I hope that comes back, because a bit of cricket was that. A big part of what it was was, you got to know everybody. I mean, I, I knew that everyone. Plus, when the district was a district select, the, the better players were playing with each other the next day. Uh, so you, you definitely, there was a different camaraderie about cricketers in general. It, it became a bit football, footballish as I would call it, and that uh, you, you don't like the opposition. Well, we, we wanted to beat the opposition. You know, I went to the park, we weren't going out to be friends with Clydesdale, but after the park we were, coming off the park at night, you know, I'd stay in, I don't drink, which you, you know, well drink a glass of wine and that's about it. But I'd stay, I'd be at Clydesdale, game finishes at half eight, I'd be there at half ten at night. And that was normal. And mm-hmm. that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember doing a game at West, and the only person who wasn't a West player in the pavilion an hour, an hour after the game was me. That's just... <laughs> oh, I mean, I was gone. 
I don't understand it. I have to say. Yeah, it's just what it is. It's and that it's a it's it's a culture that there's a lot less club loyalty, etc. So that, that, it's possibly part of that. I know you've not done much recently in in the West, and you you ply your trade now over in the East. Do you think there's a, a, a huge gap now between the East and the West? Um, I think that the there's not a huge gap, but there is a gap. I, I, I think that the yeah, I would say there is. Uh, I. Um, what do you put that down to? Like a cricket in the West. Mm -hmm. um, when I when I started, I, I I was a volleyball player who, who got into cricket by accident because the school played cricket. I wasn't a cricketer, and um, but when I played in North in Lanarkshire, there were six schools playing cricket. Jeez, oh. Cobridge High, Edric Academy, Bells Hill. Academy, Hamilton Grammar, Uddingston Grammar, Dale High School, all played. And, and where would they have played at Uddingston and at Langlone? Yeah, yeah, uh, they all played in the Clyde Park at the side of the, side of the Clyde. Uh, Hamilton did their own ground, they all had their own ground. Wow. Uh, Dale was a big sports school mm -hmm. um, and we played at Drumpelia. We also played, there is another cricket park in Drumpelia Country Park. We played the odd game there, and there was a cricket ground at Combeth Park where Calderville played when they played cricket. So we played there. So now we were now we were playing home and away. So we might playing eight, six or eight games. We went down to Keel usually uh, and yeah. played down there because it was easy. You jumped on the, the train and you got off and walked into the school. So we now no you know no no school plays cricket, not one. Uh, I I I go into I've been in quite a few schools and. Um, Kids don't know anything about cricket, you know. Mm. So that, and that's the big. To me, that's the big difference. You go east. Private schools aren't doing as much, but they're doing more. But but the setup in the east, I think, recognised the whole a big problem, and there was no no young people coming through. You got to Grange now. I mean, John Blaine's set up at Grange is astonishing. It's not good. Mm -hmm. It's astonishing. And Carrollton's the same. They've got 150 kids, 100 plus kids, and a waiting list to get in. Yeah, but that's no. very much a, a a recent thing, as I said on yeah, that, on, on the podcast a couple of times. I and mean, that's what, that's the difference. Yeah, and is that a commitment? Then do you think is that a like an Eastern District commitment? Is that a club specific commitment? I think it's a bit of both. I think that the the, the there was a recognition that go watch going back the West was a stronger league. Anybody, if you look at the history, you know, the number of clubs that would win the league in the West was all 10 in the, the original Premier Union. From Perlier, before I started playing, apparently they went three years and didn't win a game. Um, and then we, I was lucky, I came through a good bunch and Booty was the, the sort of catalyst that put it all together. But what we had was a lot of guys that were all playing cricket at school who had then come to Drumperlia as well as the ones who were maybe a background and their parents or their family had been involved in the cricket and they came. So you, you had a group in Coatbridge now, apart from fathers and sons, there's virtually nobody except if you go into school, you try and pull a couple of kids out. Mm -hmm. In the East it's different, there's a, there's a different culture there now. Uh, interesting, interesting. I, I'll take you back to um, Breeb's at, uh, at Addingston, he's been the skipper there for God knows how many years, 10 years. Um, and, and he asked us to talk about man-cadding. 
Now, for the, everybody will know what a man cad is. Um, and he said, and I said, surely that was when he was umpiring. But he, he sort of led me to believe that you were <laughs> man cadding yourself. I, I had a pretty straightforward technique. If I thought someone was at it, I took the stumps off and said, next time I'll peel. And I did. Pretty straightforward. Did you ever get um, anyone in a league game? Oh, I. A couple of times. <laughs> It was the odd exception, <laughs> and one of them was Watty. <laughs> uh, when he was playing at Uddingston? No, when he was playing for the, the game where he got in trouble, uh, he'd been really a pain in the neck. And we were getting beat, and I did enough of him, and I'd, I'd said a couple of times, come on, stop it. So I ran him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But his, the fact he's 10 yards down the pitch when I've got the ball in my hand made uh -huh. it rather easy. So. Yeah. yeah, that was it. But that was that was very seldom. I I did regularly do the do the first option, which was next time I'm appealing. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it, it put them back in their crease. The cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, magnificent! <laughs> you know why I told you to bring it up, didn't you? <laughs> I had this I'm going to think about ridiculed them. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So listen, when you were playing then, you would have played against some super, super players. Best batsman that you would have bowled against over your sort of league career? Uh, well, probably Justin Langer. Uh, I, I played a, uh, we, we played against Persia, we beat them in the cup final, and we then got a thing going, we played for the Murdoch McPhee Trophy, who were two of the worthies who scored for them sometimes. And we went up to play them at the, at the inch, and they had a West Indian, a guy Springer is their pro, and their second team pro, they had to, <laughs> uh, was a, a 17 or 18 year old kid, uh, Justin Langer, and I couldn't believe him. It was a green top that was doing a bit, and he got 87, and I was lucky, I got him out, but I ran him out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you man-cad him? <laughs> what, what a player he was. He, he was uh, uh, and we'd Sajid Ali at the time. Uh, and Saj came up to me and said, what on earth is this? Uh, he, was, he had so much time. He was very like Sajid Ali. I mean, Saj had more time than anybody I ever saw. But I mean, playing against, I mean, Gordon Greenish, we played against him, but that was, that was later on, you know. Well, the, the guys that tend to be bowlers, you know, we had Bob Massey, I played against yeah, Massey, yeah. Well, a lot from him, he was a good guy, he sat me down after the first time I played for, against him, um, and gave me an hour's coaching. And um, did he come up to you, or did you go to him? I think he came to me, I, was, I think it That's was... just brilliant. I think it was the first time I'd actually opened the bowling for Drumpelia. I'd played, but I hadn't got the new ball, uh, and I, I bowled 23 overs a minute. <laughs> uh, and we chat after the game, and he was a lovely guy uh, about getting your wrist in the right position. I could only move it one way, I could only make it go away. I couldn't bring it in for the life of me. Uh, yep. And he sat down, and, and he, yeah, I took a lot of it and went away and worked on it, and eventually managed to get the ball to go in both directions. Um, but note that there was, again, that, that reflects the fact that they were still there two hours after the game. Yeah. And it was yeah. in the Marmot. It wasn't, it wasn't, I think so. Um, well, there was so no, many, you know, really so many. No, no wonder you ended up being such a great bowler, being able to bowl 23 overs on a Saturday. <laughs> that was a short spell, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
It's absolutely awful. We both 27. We could both 27. You could bowl team, over, couldn't you? Yeah. Really? What, what it was was that um, the first team, the, the, the batting team, if they didn't think they had enough runs, could bat over. And they yeah, then four. draw points. Yeah. Uh, so you would do 27. I mean, I think my first four games, I bowled over 100 overs. <laughs> Which is a season for a lot of people. But you're absolutely right. You used to go down to Kilmarnock and Jim Thompson every week would bowl 25 or 27 overs from one end. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a season, I averaged 22. Jeez, oh. And then best amateur batsman that you would have played against? The Rack. You reckon, yeah? Ah, the Rack. I mean, there was, there was several. The, the guys that, that I would say were outstanding that I played against Terry Racky was there, definitely. Uh, used to get it. Yeah, so I... You to get into his head, you to get him worried about the pitch, you to move the yeah. ball, or you were in deep shit. Sorry for swearing. Philpy, Philpy. Yeah. He was a master. Uh -huh. he was so a, for some, of, for some of our younger, younger listeners and viewers, where did these guys play? And uh, also me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Terry Rackie wants to play for Claysdale. He played for Sussex as well, I think. Yeah. Um, and um, Philpy played for Pollock as a pro, and he played for Stenhouse Muir. He came from Stenhouse Muir. Um, and Bud, Bud was a class player, classy bat. Um, or Bud, not Bud, Bud. Um, Bruce Patterson. He was a really good player. But to be truthful, at that time in the West. There were five good bats in most teams, you know. Play, uh, uh, come on, I think they had four internationals and a couple who should have been. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bob Ellis, um, Bobby Hill, uh, Nisbet Gallica, Claysdale is the same. You, you, you know, Scott Weir, Russell Jones. There were lots of really good players. Um, uh, and I, you know, it's a straight bowler. Your job was to get the pro and the, and the thistles out. Simple as that. Uh, on a Saturday, my job was to get the pro out because if he got going, you were generally going to be in trouble. But we played a different game. We 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 had draws, so you you couldn't bowl two feet outside the off stump and get a clap. If I bowled my first over with six balls outside the off stump and I got a kick, we did it right at my side, saying there's three of them hit the hit the one in the offside. But a different, it's a different game, um, and you had to bowl to get wickets. You couldn't. Yeah, if you didn't bowl the second team out, you didn't win. Do you that, think that that's what I hope on your journey? Do Sorry? you think that there's a different intensity in the game now? I think it's a different game. Uh, it's, it, it's, different, it's, a different, it's a much different game. You know, people playing for a draw. It, you know, I hated it. I hated it, the draw. But when you look back at it, it was a skill. You had to learn to bat and not get out. And a bowler had to learn to get wickets, <coughs> and it developed bowlers. I think that the game is actually changing back where getting wickets is becoming more important. Because if you look at the district games now, there are so many guys that can get a hundred. Mm -hmm. You look at this team, you Ollie here. You know, if Ollie gets going, or if so many of them get going, Munsey. Yeah, he's. I, I watched. I watched Ollie. I think it was. Off. Was it Munzee had only got 167 in a, in a, in a game? It's yeah, there was a game, game a 22 over game. 
they got an on me, and I don't remember the actual numbers. And I watched Wallace score 150 in a 27 over game, and he hardly got any of the strike in the last five or six overs. If you let these guys go now, you're in trouble. But these guys are pros. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, you've mm-hmm. now got this this layer in Scotland of 20 players who are pros. And some of them are actually going down to England to pro and coming back up again. So these these guys are professionals. We weren't. You know, we my Scotland preparation was a weekend at Loretto. <laughs> so do you think here's an interesting question your 1983 team your Nat West or your Bouncing and Hedges team play against the current Scotland team who wins? current Scotland team easily? Because of, yeah um, no, not, not necessarily but I think that what they are is much better prepared cricketers they, they, you know watch what I'm saying here when Scotland you'll be the, the, you'll be the best, first guest then. <laughs> when Scotland was playing the best in the hedges, did, did they really expect to win any games? As a group, probably not. Did the, did the selectors expect them to go down and hump and, and, and beat a county team? Probably not. Now, because of what's, the training they do, the effort they put in, I think they've taken themselves to a higher level. Yep. What, what you had in, in, the old, in the early days was some guys who were fanatics. You know, who, who really, I mean, Drumpeller became a good team because we had six or seven guys who, who lived cricket. We practiced on a Saturday night in the winter. Think about that. Eight o'clock at East Bride. Most of our first team were there. Yeah. And that was why we were a pretty strong team for about 10 years, because that group developed and we practiced harder than Booty was the best giver of field and practice in the world uh, and if you didn't catch it you'd sore hands and it just kept going you would feel for three if you had a bad, bad, bad week in the field you would feel for three hours if wow. it was draining you did field and practice you didn't do bowling and practice mm-hmm. and, and that, that was we were a, that was why I think we became a better team than you'd expect maybe from a place like Copehead because we worked harder than anybody else and the Scotland guys and the district guys work hard now Mm-hmm. I think the worst were become professional yep. yeah yeah so this week I've managed to get my golf clubs out my bowls my lawn bowls my tennis racket and my fishing rod do you think do you think we'll be able to get our cricket bats out soon honestly I very much doubt it you think right um, I I don't see how how it can how it can be safe because of the ball transfer, I presume. I think about where the bowler's got to be when he's bowling the ball, where the umpire is. Yeah. And what's the, you know, if you get a fast bowler, he's he's exhaling quite a lot of, of yeah. hot air. Uh, and it's, to me, that's, that's a danger. And while this is there, I think it will be a very difficult decision to do a risk assessment and say, that is safe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the test matches, I think, will go ahead because they can isolate them. They'll test them. They'll put them in at a groundware hotel and they'll be in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, and they even put them in two weeks before it and then literally cocoon them. Yep. Hotel, bus, ground, hotel, bus, ground. They'll come in contact with no one. But if, um, if, if you've got a game, I, I don't think there's any way there'll be league cricket now. But you might get some friendlies for folk turn up. Do you think they might want to try and play some district cricket to get them ready for the World Cup? Should that go ahead? Yeah. But yeah. 
big, there's a big question, will it go ahead? Uh, I, I just heard yesterday, Tasmania isolated itself from Australia, from the rest wow. of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's games in Tasmania and games in, in Australia, or in, in other parts of Australia. Alan Stevenson's out there, but they've, they're, they're, they've virtually removed their lockdown. Yes. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, they, they, don't have, they don't have hundreds of people dying every day. We still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Well, listen, it's been absolutely great. Um, both yeah. my Chris, and, Chris and I want to make sure that uh, we don't suddenly just fall off the end of the world as we've, we've done in the last <laughs> couple <laughs> of shows. We've only got 40 <laughs> minutes to speak to people uh, and suddenly we're just prattling on and then suddenly the thing just stops. So, <laughs> so we're going to show you and walk you to the exit. Um, thanks very much for coming on. It's been you're a welcome. pleasure. Um, great to see that your your umpiring career is is going so well. It's just a shame that you're doing it in the east. I do hope that at some stage we'll see you back in the west. We'll see. Good. Yeah, good. You know, I'm getting towards the end of that career as well. Now I'm moving into umpire assessing and, and observing. All right. Well, listen. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Good, hope I've not upset too many people. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. It was good, wasn't he? Yeah, really, really interesting. I mean, it's slightly harder for me to have as much to contribute given that cup final photo was from the year I was born. But uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. What I find really interesting is the difference in the West District now, the number of teams that are successful. The number, like Kilmarnock being really successful. Like, there are lots of teams that Billy was talking about that just haven't featured yeah, in for years. high quality cricket for pretty much as long as I can remember. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, should we make sure we don't drop off here? <laughs> no, well, I think we've got about another minute, so should we do the uh, sometimes right? Sometimes wrong. Oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Okay, Perfect. Catch.